Hello, guys. Welcome to Be Your Own. I'm Alex. I'm the co-founder of Campfire. Uh, we're an agency that primarily works within the beauty niche, but we serve a lot of different niches. And we service some of the world's biggest brands by delivering performance-driven campaigns and translating their messages into stories that travel online. What we're going to be talking about today is hopefully I'm going to give you some insight into the future of social commerce and the way that we use TikTok at Campfire to work with brands like Revolution, Neom, people under the L'Oreal umbrella and the Unilever umbrella and give you some of those tips and tricks that we've learned over the years and try and give you something that can help you either improve your business or improve the business that you work within. So I want to cover the origins of TikTok and how it started, because I think that's a really good place to start when you're uh, thinking about the platform and how to utilize it. And we'll also look at how you could build your own channel strategy to get ready for the future of social commerce. Um, what I'll give you in, in this masterclass as well, or in this webinar, I'll give you the importance of how you work with creators on the platform, or alternatively, how you can create your own content, and the difference between TikTok and alternative platforms. So when TikTok was founded, it was originally an app called Musical.ly. And this was um, basically like an app where it got a stigma as kids dancing. So if you used to see people watching uh, these different kinds of videos, it'd just be people like Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, who were creators that had or still have hundreds of millions of followers on the platform. And it got this stigma around it as being like, oh, this app's kind of childish. It's got, uh, it's just lip syncing and dances and et cetera. But over time, if you've been on the app recently, it is full of education style content, comedy, short sketches, loads of really, really interesting content. And this dancing and the challenge style of content has sort of left what is called your For You page, which is basically your homepage on, on TikTok. And it's now been populated by people offering skincare tips, makeup tips, uh, education style content that you can use the style of to leverage your brand or your product. And what you want to make sure that you're doing is staying up to date with what is going on on the platform at the moment. It's, it's one that moves incredibly quickly. And if you're slow to uh, change to that style of content and that, that content style that's happening on the platform, then you can risk looking like you're uh, behind on the times. And this has happened to a few major brands. I won't mention them, the specific name, um, but they released, it was a clothing brand that released a piece of content uh, where they dressed the model in their clothes and just got him to do like a dance challenge. And it was received incredibly poorly. It, the comments on that video were like, whatever you're selling, I don't want it now. I want a refund after watching TikTok for free. Due to this ad, I'll never buy a product from this company. So you've got to be careful on the kinds of content that you post. And when we've been working on TikTok, we typically work with creators. So the creator economy is a massive one on TikTok. And this is a big part of the future of social commerce. Previously, I think it's been very much brand led. So brands will create a marketing message and deliver it through mediums like TV, billboards. Um, you can do it through Instagram as well, and it can come directly from your brand. But what is happening now is people are putting a lot more trust and faith into third parties, naturally, in the same way that you would um, take a recommendation from a friend. And now brands are moving towards this consumer to consumer marketing strategy where they're working with smaller creators and people that reflect the demographic that they aim towards. 
they'll send them a product or educate them about their service and they'll say would you mind saying a few words um, about my product or service this is typically much more effective than the more commercial style of assets that brands are used to posting um the downside is it feels like you have a lot less control over the outcome over the asset so this is i think one of the big fears for brands of giving their the baby that they've built over time in the in the form of their company and handing that messaging over to a creator um and one of the biggest flaws i think in the way that people brief at the moment or work with creators is being really strict about the way that they um the way that they talk about the brand or the way that they describe their brand or product and this is one of the biggest downfalls i think that brands have when they're working with creators on a platform um so one of the things that you need to do as a brand if you want to work with these smaller creators and have them talk about your product in a positive light you need to let them do it in their way in their slang um and in their tone of voice and ideally in a way that comes off completely authentic to them um i think because the gen z and millennial audience are so aware of how the the world of advertising works they can smell a disingenuous advert from a mile off. So if you choose to, to use a platform like TikTok and, and take place in social commerce and leverage social commerce for your business, then I would make sure that you're working with a creator in a way that is authentic to your brand. So find people that are creating content that is relevant to whatever your product, service or brand is about and let them do it in their way. So just give them the product or educate them about the service and give them some bullet points that you think are USPs and then just let them talk about it in their own way. Even let them find out what their USPs are that are personal to them. And oftentimes that will outperform any piece of commercial content that you can find. So as an example of this, one of the brands that we work with is the Inky List. And when we were getting started with them, it was when TikTok still had this stigma around it as like a kid's dancing platform. But we saw commercial value in this platform. There was huge reach available. And we started out just gifting a few creators uh, a product. And we had a gifted piece of content that was made by a girl called Jador Georgia was a handle on TikTok. And the Inky List Obviously, if you own a uh, product-based brand, you will buy a set amount of stock that is expected to last you a certain amount of time. So this piece went live about with, with Georgia talking about this specific product. And almost within three days, Inky had sold through that four weeks worth of products. Um, like it was completely unexpected. Um, this piece just blew up and went viral. And it was a complete sellout, which was great uh, for us, but obviously on Inky's side, they're rushing to get more product in. And I think that's one of the fascinating things about TikTok and one of the biggest differences between TikTok and Instagram, although these differences are getting slimmer, is the way that it suggests content to people. So if you're someone who's already using Instagram to drive traffic for your business, um, I would assume that you're either doing that through influencers and getting and capturing their existing audience through paid media um, 
and just targeting people specifically and driving leads or generating leads that way or through your own organic social feed. And that's all great. And I think the biggest difference you'll find with TikTok is the way that it creates reach for you. So it's a really easy platform to leverage in terms of reach as long as you understand how to brief. Um, the example that I mentioned before of uh, J'adore Georgia is a perfect one because she wasn't a big influencer. Like if you, if I'd shown you her profile and said, this is the girl that we're going to partner with for this big brand, you'd have been like, why? She's only got a few thousand followers. But TikTok provides content to people by almost, it promotes virality. So you could set up an account tomorrow if you don't have one already. And if I gave you the right brief, you could upload your first video and it would have as much chance of going viral as any other video on the platform. And the reason that is, is because TikTok will look at that piece of content and create almost like a focus group for that piece of content and show it to 200 people, say. And if around 80, 75 to 80% of those people engage with that piece of content in a positive way and share it around or comment on it or like it, TikTok will increase the sample size of your focus group. So it will show it to a thousand people and run the same test. And then it will increase the sample size again. If it passes 70 to 75% of people like it, engage with it, it will increase that sample size. And it will happen over and over and over until the best content bubbles up to the surface and lands on people's For You page and otherwise just fades out of existence if it kind of fails those tests. And because of the way that it recommends content in that way, it's always novel. Like everything on your For You feed is going to be new, something that you haven't necessarily seen before. And it's different to Instagram in the sense that you don't really get that chronological feed of people that you're following. Um, it's just completely new content every time. So this is a massive advantage to brands because you don't necessarily have to invest loads into building up that really strong uh, brand portfolio. You're not necessarily having to worry about having X number of followers on your brand account because it's a vanity metric. We've seen products that have been uploaded onto the uh, onto TikTok. It'll be a relatively unassuming video and it would just go completely viral and they would experience a mass sellout within weeks. So the power of social media in that sense is just immense. So TikTok is certainly not a platform that you want to ignore when it comes to gaining that reach. Um, interestingly, Instagram is starting to pull in some of those kinds of suggestive features. So you might notice that on your Instagram feeds, you'll have seen more content that from people that you don't follow, more suggested posts. And that is in, a, in an attempt to mimic TikTok in some way because they've seen the loss in users and in screen time and watch time that they've experienced to TikTok. And this is just a testament to how powerful it is as a platform. So if, if you're not on it already, set up an account, start producing content and just have a look at the reach that's available for you there. And one thing to remember if you haven't used TikTok before and if you're not partnering with creators, if you want to create your own content, don't be disheartened if your content doesn't go viral the first time. A lot of the time, it can be to do with 
the way that your video is structured, the way that it's edited, the speed or the rate of the information that you're able to get across in that video. So if you have an idea that you think would do well on the platform for a specific audience and you create a video out of it and you upload it the first time and it doesn't go viral, just don't abandon the idea. Just edit it in a slightly different way. You should be uploading maybe between 10 and 20 versions of that same video until you find one that seems to gain more traction. And over time, you learn about what the right structure is, what the right pacing is for your brand. And it's likely that there's loads of inspiration out there already. If you search for your competitors or brands similar to your own or brands that you are inspired by, just look at how some of their best performing content is structured and what that content is about and take inspiration from it in that way. And lastly, I suppose, if you're trying to think about, well, what should I make content about? Um, there was a really good social media hack that I'd found the other day where you, if you were to go to Google and search for a question that you think someone might ask around your product, brand or service, Google obviously gives you your frequently asked questions. And if you click the down arrow on each one of those frequently asked questions, it will increase that list of questions slowly. And what that is showing you is what are people frequently asking about your product, service or brand? And you can just take each one of those things and if you're someone that wants to produce content for TikTok that is short form, just go down that list, create a piece of content that answers that question in the most engaging way that you can. And straight off the bat, you've got a, a bank of 20 to 30 videos that you can start trialing on TikTok yourself. And you can start um, taking advantage of the crazy amount of reach that is available on the platform at the moment. Um, the last note I think that I'll add is that right now there is still a lot of brands that are scared of the platform and that don't really know what to do with it. The, it is very different to lots of other social media platforms in the way that the, the content is presented and the style of content that does well. You'll typically see that TikTok content will do well on other platforms like Instagram, other meta platforms, Snap, but you can't put Instagram content on TikTok and have it do well. So a lot of brands are still confused about what kinds of content are going to perform well. And that means that if you're someone that is putting paid media spend behind your ads uh, to improve their reach further, this is good for you because there's less brands spending money on the platform. Therefore, CPVs, CPCs are cheaper. So you can actually end up capturing customers for a lot less than you would be able to on Instagram. So all in all, there's lots and lots of reasons why you should be using TikTok. And I hope I've given a quite a, a good introduction to TikTok there in covering what the differences are between Instagram and TikTok, how you can work with creators, how you could start your own channel and populate that with content and how you can structure your videos. So with that, I'd encourage you to go and set up a TikTok account if you haven't already. Start creating content. And if you do, feel free to send them to me. I'd be happy to give your content. Uh, I'd be happy to give a few pointers uh, if that's the kind of thing that you'd like. Um, but TikTok is certainly not one that you can that, that you should be ignoring. It's, it's definitely not just for 
kids like you've got a really good age range on there so if your customers are anywhere between you know probably 16 to 35 uh, then you can guarantee that they're present on the platform on a regular basis um so it's absolutely something that you should be paying attention to so i hope that was a beneficial webinar i've probably run over time <laughs> but uh if you yeah if you want to send me some content in the future and you want some comments on it or you want any further tips then i'm sure my contact details will be somewhere uh in this webinar